It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Stand up and say what's up. What's, What's, up? Up? What's, up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I always forget that I have to turn. Damn it. I always start like onto something else, and then I forget that I have to turn down the, the volume. It's really annoying. I got to be honest forget with you. forget you have to actually produce the show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I forget that we do a show sometimes. Sometimes I just genuinely believe that we're just sitting here bullshitting with ourselves. Well, and, somebody uh, else forgot they, did, they do a show this week, too. Um, oh, yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. All right, uh, hi, hi, hello. Welcome in. It is episode number 633 of Jobbing Out. 633. Does anybody want to make a guess on 633? Of the 634 wrestlers to debut on WWE television, we ranked Retribution at 633. Oh, oh, no. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Brandon? How many How many hours of Dynamite before Cody came back? Oh, God. No, I'm not even close. Not even in the same neighborhood. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, this one was actually... I wasn't even being negative with this one. This one was actually very sweet because I am genuinely excited about this week. As uh, 633, the number of matches... That Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson have wrestled ah. together in their careers because, ladies and gentlemen, this week on the program, I could not be more excited. The effing good brothers are joining us. Holy shit. I am so – look, I'll, we'll peel the curtain back. By the way, I'm, I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. He's Aaron. That's It's the show. AJ is going to join us this week too as uh, we got some picks to make. Uh, I can't be more excited about it. Uh, we already taped the interview, and I don't think interview is the correct word to use. Um, Brandon – what would you call the 20 minutes that we spent with uh, Gallows and Anderson? I felt like we were at a virtual bar. Like, yeah, that's probably about out, right. And they completely took over the conversation, which I'm 100% fine with. So let me let um, me let, let me let's let's it's a straight shoot, right? Like Brandon um, typically only gets in like a question or two, but but obviously he was very excited about it being Gallows and Anderson. As you should have been. And I had like four questions. And how many of them did you get in? None. Now, now, <laughs> you might think to yourself, well, Jesus, Glenn's an asshole. He just dominated the whole interview. How many questions do you think I got in, Brandon? Uh, two or three. Two or three. Maybe. Exactly right. That's exactly the number. And it's like a 30-minute interview. I had a lot of stuff on my <laughs> list, too. And I, I, I'm really upset. We had to let him go because they were doing a tour this week. Like, we did 20 minutes. I would have talked to him for six hours. How about we never even got the Road Warrior Animal, and I'm really upset about that, right, because I wanted to talk to him about him. There's a million things we never got to on the list that I had. What happened was they just started being the Good Brothers. And here's the great part about that. I was entertained by it. Yes. Um, the Good Brothers being the Good Brothers is a good thing. Correct. 100%. I think that they broke the record for number of things you could plug in 20 minutes. They did do that, and even that, wildly not entertaining. not even in like a Jimmy Hart like, nope. viral way. No. Nope. Like in a keep doing it way. Utterly <laughs> entertained. 
by all of the plugs they got in during the course of this conversation. Um, it was tre- I mean, it was tremendous. Uh, I'm excited. They're uh, they're on Impact now every Tuesday night. So uh, a shout out to Impact. Appreciate them uh, scheduling this and and getting them on with us. And seriously, I I am not remotely mad. And in fact, one particular story that they told, neither Brandon or I has no idea whether or not we believe it. Uh, I'm 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 rooting for it to have been true because it's maybe the greatest story I've ever heard in the history <laughs> of professional wrestling. It's I, I, like. I peed myself. It He's was not so overselling funny. It either. I, it's such an unbelievable story. I, I had to stop, and like breathe, reteach myself how to breathe in order to be able to respond to the story that they were telling. It's that funny. So there you go. That's coming up a little bit later on in the program. Super. Every now and then, like sometimes we have guests on, and we're like, oh, it's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Then you find out you're having Anderson and Gallows on, and you literally start doing roundhouse kicks in your fucking office. Like, holy <laughs> shit, Anderson and Gallows! So excited. About we that. we needed that shot of uh, of pleasantness this week. All right. So, uh, do we want to? Which of the two things that AJ? Well, probably... wait. Let me say something. I want to say one thing. The the anticipation has been building for weeks. We couldn't wait to experience it and i am here to say that finally i can tell you that the spicy chicken nuggets at mcdonald's are wonderful (laughs) now if you thought i was gonna say retribution well that fucking sucks Uh, (laughs) did you get the mighty sauce with them i didn't try the mighty sauce Uh, i I went for ranch it was kind of a perfect combo i'm not like a super spicy food person unless they want to start spending money with me i have not been to a mcdonald's in 17 years and don't I, think that gotta, I will. Gotta, I'm not I'm not gonna lie you gotta try them all right. they're really all good right. all right we'll consider it um anyway. so hang on a second uh we're gonna do it very simply we're gonna call heads or tails Aaron I'll let you because you couldn't be there for Anderson and Gallows so I'll let you have the honors uh heads or tails uh I'm not going to tell you which well, I, I will assign retribution to heads and I will assign uh Cody Rhodes return to tails so what am I calling then Oh, right, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, well, I'm just flipping a coin. Here we go! It is heads. Heads is the answer. Heads means we start with retribution. <sighs> Anybody want to say anything? I mean, they're... WWE's done a lot, and wrestling in general, wrestling shows have done a lot of bad things, misguided things, whether it, it, for a number of reasons. This, to me, I'm trying to rack my brain for something that's significant. So I'm not just talking about, you know, you bring in a a lower Carter and and it fails, whatever, That, that doesn't matter. But something they put time into, something with notable people, something that they're putting into a, a high profile spot that really failed in the way that this failed, which was on, my God, so many different levels, straight from the fact that it's bad, it's making other people in the brand look bad, it's making NXT as a brand look bad, because they're expecting us not just to forget the storyline. You know, we've talked about that in the past, how NXT, they just kind of ignore the storylines, but keep the character for more or less. But now we're supposed to pretend that NXT doesn't exist. Um, It's bad. It's really, really, really bad. So obviously it's bad. I mean, and Aaron, by the way, Aaron, I'm glad you said on many levels because there's a lot of levels right. to talk about here. Yes. So, and and the, their names and what they look like are only part of it. 
So here's, here's, oh boy. I'm going to say the biggest issue. I don't even know what the biggest issue is. I don't. I have no idea what the biggest issue is. It's all bad. The biggest issue, I mean, the the answer is the answer. Can I give you a big picture, biggest issue? Sure. The the biggest issue, big picture, is that you took, I'm not going to say all of the people, but at least three of the people who had nothing that you needed to change. That could have you could have done something with at least I'll even say just to be, you know, whatever, definitely two of them. There's things you could do with these two people as is without any change. So the big picture is it's like I, we want to do a thing. But in the process, you do a thing with people who have already been established that it doesn't make any sense to change. Right. So I'm not you know, so it's the weird thing of itself is bad. But like you're also going two steps further back because you've got people who've been established with good work. So I'm not, I know this is going to sound crazy. As offensive as it is, I'm not long, I'm still not long-term concerned about it because these can always just be what these dudes' nicknames were when they were in a biker gang for a little while. Like you can always within a month start reminding people you know, as we know, this is Donovan uh, Dijakovic, who, you know, since he started uh, getting around, like, you can always do that work and undo this down the road and let these people be defined by what they are. Um, so I'm not as, like, it's it doesn't change how terrible it is, but I'm not as panicked about that long-term ramification I don't think that these. I wasn't last week, but I'm starting to be. This yeah, week. I, like Aaron brought it up last week. Now I'm. I'm, I'm not. more on his side, where you can actually identify these guys, and this is happening. It's a little. Well, bit but I, you can always you can always abandon that down the road. Now, does it mean that the I, WWE will do that? Does it mean that the WWE you know thinks anything uh, at all of Donovan Dijakovic? It doesn't mean that at all. I mean, it could very well be this is all we ever see of Donovan Dijakovic in WWE, and if that's the case. That will be absolute bullshit, but I'll react to that then, not preemptively. I'll 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 wait on that. What I would say is like what's what's offensive to me goes back to what like that first week when we talked about this, and the thing I keep bringing up is just so it's so overly apparent. There was never any plan, there was never any thought, and we say it's something that we spent a lot of time on. Well the thing is we haven't. Like we haven't spent time on it. We've just told you that it exists without there being anything in development or anything along those lines. It exists for the sake of existing, and it's more and more clear now that it just sort of became, ah, fuck, this will get us through to Survivor Series. And and that like it started as a desperate, we need to do something, but we don't know what. Here, give me a bunch of guys, and we'll just make it pretend like they're doing something. And now it's turning into a... Well, you know, Survivor Series, which I don't know if you guys heard, it's the one time all year where, like, Raw could face SmackDown. Well, this year it might actually be, and, like, stop, it might be Raw versus Raw on Survivor Series. It's mind-blowing, and I know you might need a second to, like, you know, grasp that uh, possibility. <laughs> but it seems to be pretty clear that something that started with no purpose, now the only purpose of it existing is yeah. we need something to do for Survivor Series, and we can kind of make all of this work for Survivor Series. And the truth is, I'm more and more convinced, and the reason why maybe I'm not so panicked about it, is that this just goes away after Survivor Series. They, they don't want this. This is a nightmare. This is <laughs> this is a terror. Can, can I give you the moment where I just started laughing, like, really hard? 
is when they were go when they, well no there was one significant thing that they kept repeating that was the the most hilarious part of the story quote unquote that they're trying to tell which is the beat where now because they're signed first of all they signed contracts, they, they wanted to sign after which makes all this no sense at all and then not only did they sign contracts and like like there's so many problems with that like they were offered contracts and they signed them but now that means they can do whatever they want whenever they were just doing whatever they want the whole time. It's they completely made a point insane. to say that like I mean, six times. No, I mean that was that was insanely stupid and, and I mean but like again there's so it's so offensive that I don't even know how to react to any of the individual things because it's it's literally offensive to every sense. Like and then, you know, one of the part where the laughing the the if you get if you see a picture of me sitting on the couch watching this and just laughing and the part where I laugh so hard that I'm crying that it's just so stupid is when Drew McIntyre's music hit. I'm like, wait, so was this everyone? We're just, I mean, just going to throw everyone but, into this but, now? But that's but that's the that is the moment that you realize that now this is the oh, this it's super friends. But yeah. it's just for Survivor Series, and that's why I'm again in a weird way. It makes me less panicked about the long-term damage because you do realize in that moment that's all this is. There is no, there's, there's never been a plan. There's not a plan now. It's just okay. We did this, so almost because we did it, we have to justify it in some way. So let's just get it through. It'll give us something to do at Survivor Series. There's no world in which Vince McMahon actually wants to book a 600-person group. <laughs> Moving forward, you know that's it was the most people they've had. I mean, like you, you know that's not. You know he doesn't want to do that. It's very clear they don't actually have like a plan involved. But this is it gets look. So this go, it goes back to having to tell the truth about Survivor Series. As we all know, Survivor Series is hot shit. It's completely irrelevant. It's it's the dumbest pay per view, frankly, of the year at this point. It means nothing. Um, it actually means less than Pay Backlash does. Pay Backlash. Tangibly, there are championships at stake. There are matches that matter on Payback Lash. Nothing at Survivor Series matters. Although you could argue that Survivor Series at least set up one WrestleMania match this year. I mean, but you can do that at any pay-per-view. Like, you don't need Survivor (laughs) Series. You can do that at Payback Lash, too. Like, you can do that at any pay-per-view. There's nothing about the nature of Survivor Series that that requires... But I'm just saying relevant things did happen on... But but again, relevant things have happened... a decent amount of paper. Right. Relevant things have happened on, on you almost... You said it was irrelevant. I mean, like... You, the you concept is irrelevant. irrelevant. I mean, relevant the, the things... The concept of the Survivor Series pay-per-view right now is irrelevant. It's wildly irrelevant. It could not be less relevant. Yeah, you know, like the for bragging rights part. But then things... Storyline things happen. But storyline things like... can happen on Raw. You don't need to have a Survivor Series pay-per-view in order for storyline things don't have to, to matter. Have any of the pay-per-views, if you want to make that, that argument, but I that's mean, the I point. Mean, like, no, 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 you I, do. I, I, I think the point is Survivor Series is supposed to be big, and it's not. It's, it's not no different from Payback. But, but, but couldn't we? But couldn't we make that argument about? Everything nope, right now, not I mean, at all. Like, money in the bank, no, maybe aside. Money, money in the bank, you just made the argument about the summer, but you just were on your rant about SummerSlam being this. So, you know, why do we always pick on Survivor Series? I think it's it's a bigger issue. Well, than I that, right? I think it was super weird that they had another pay per view the week after Survivor Series, but again, every or sorry after SummerSlam. But everything about the history of SummerSlam suggests that's not what SummerSlam is. And in except they, for the last two or three, like Aaron pointed out, like four it, or five recently, shows. Recently, yes, that's yeah. been, well. 
But even then, they've always tried to, you know, it, it was the pay-per-view that got the big matches. It was, you know, right. the basically the Mike, sequel to Mike, there's, WrestleMania. There's no doubt. There's no, none of that in, summer, in Survivor. SummerSlam is the fourth. There's no question about that at this point. It's not number two. It's it's WrestleMania 1, Royal Rumble, and Money in the Bank, you know, tied at number two, whichever one. I, some people's romantic feelings about Royal Rumble say that has to be number two, but... You know, whatever you want to call it, that's number two. It's it's some number two and number three, and you can absolutely say SummerSlam's number four now. But Survivor Series is the same as every other pay per view that's on the schedule after that. There's four. I thought, I thought it was really good last year. It, it's not about what it. Backlash was unbelievable. What was the fucking pay per view in DC that we went to that had the 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 Shield triple threat? It was the greatest pay per view I've ever seen oh, in my Battle life. Yeah, and it was fucking yeah, Battleground. Right. <laughs> you can good. you can yeah. have good pay per views. The, the, like the, the the point I, I don't know why we're still doing this the point is that the yeah. concept of survivor series is irrelevant it's over it's been over for some time it doesn't matter we don't need random groups of people fighting each other we don't need raw versus smackdown versus nxt because we can get that i don't know if you've heard there's a quarterly series where you can <laughs> so we don't need these things there's nothing that survivor series gives us that so is interesting and in fact, to going back to my point, it's worse than the average pay-per-view because at least at the average pay-per-view, there's a chance an important championship will change hands. Survivor Series doesn't even give you that. It's the worst pay-per-view of the year. It's, it's the Major League Baseball All-Star game. You don't care the, unless... The Major League Baseball All-Star game is pretty great, though. Not anymore. When was the last time you thought the Major League Baseball All-Star game was great? I mean, I've always thought it was the the second best All Star game. I mean, I, I don't watch other All Star games, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> the NBA one is the best one. I mean, I think the Saturday night competitions are fun, but I, for, I mean, you couldn't pay me money to watch the NBA. I mean, I guess the certain amount of money I would like. I, if yeah, you so said you, you can pay me to watch the All Star games, I, yeah, you, I, I like those. You'd games. you'd have fun. you'd have to. I don't know what the number would have to be in order for me to get for me to choose to watch the NBA All Star game instead of watching anything else but i'll just throw out like um i catch up on a few episodes of ozark on that particular night you'd have to pay me real money so i'm not like a big nba fan anymore so i I don't really pay attention as closely but when i was like when i was a kid and when jordan was in the league everybody watched all-star games when they were children we're we're getting wildly i don't know what is going on we threw parties like it was a yes because you're children you don't know any better like, as adults, you realize this doesn't matter. What am I doing spending my life watching this irrelevant thing? And that that's, should be the theme of this show, actually. Well, that might be, that might <laughs> well, be fair. Yes. Yeah, why are and, we watching this irrelevant and, thing? And, and, to, and, and to be fair as well, Aaron probably bet money on it, so he actually has a reason to watch some of these things. But unless you're betting money on it, there's dick reason for you to be watching sports all-star games, and I don't. I, I refuse to. I don't watch that type of stuff. But the point being... Survivor Series sucks. Do, in in your mind, retribution at this point exists for Survivor Series. Without Survivor Series, retribution probably wouldn't exist, and we'd be better off if retribution didn't exist. And frankly, yeah. we'd be better off if Survivor Series didn't exist. Now, do you think that means that the concept will be different for Survivor Series? Like, will this be like Super Friends versus Retribution, or are they? Oh, or yeah, are they going to make both. it even more insane by doing? I, both? I think it'll they be some combination both. of these things, but I think it's I, I think it's pretty clear that you're going to get a you know Drew McIntyre is going to drop the belt. Well, I mean, spoiler, that's my pick. Um, Drew McIntyre drops the belt, and then you have a Drew McIntyre team face off with Retribution at Survivor Series. Like maybe Drew McIntyre in the Hurt Business, who suddenly you think are 
face i don't what the fuck yeah I, um, that's another problem oh, and, and again like i like i said I when pointed the, it out the, last week yep the layers of problems includes the fact that everybody retribution is touching looks worse for being involved with retribution uh yes <laughs> i mean like, like and, well and <laughs> you literally have them in the segment before like beating the shit out of a face and then the next segment they're standing up for WWE. <laughs> so fucking weird, man. It's so weird, but I And like, oh, by the way, <laughs> oh man, okay, sorry. I don't there's something else that that was really bad that we need to talk about raw too, but or, or we can no, keep going. We'll get it. we'll get there eventually. Look, I I'm not, you know, it it's a weird thing where it's embarrassing, but I I don't know, in a weird way, I could, Nobody's wanted to really admit out loud how embarrassing Raw Underground is either. We're still just doing this wacky bit where like we we don't we pretend like it's not embarrassing. I don't really know why we're more offended by this than say the other thing that I'm going to scream at. Because the layers involved. Like but there's I, one layer of no, Raw. No, I'm 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 as offended now. I wasn't, but after this week it's as bad. I mean, I, it's just before it, it was just it just did it it was just there, right? And it doesn't make and, sense. And I guess that's why we're not offended by it. And I probably even made that argument, right? And I think the argument no, I made this week it's different. They had they did a segment in the ring. It's it's a little worse this week, but again, retribution hits so many different levels. I, that's why, at least personally, I find it far more offensive. I don't. We're but we're teasing we're teasing Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens again. Well, yeah, I mean that's absurd. But like, with, hang with, on. I, I'm with, hoping that's just a little wink and well, I, hope. I mean no, I will but, change my mind immediately if it. Actually but let me happens. let me let me go back for a second. I I would still make a similar comparison between these things. I would still say like Aaron, I get what you're saying where it's it's a it's a lot of levels, but at the same time. What is this doing that's preventing you from the thing that you want? I mean, it's first of all, we had. I, I'd say it's far less. Raw Underground relatively is self-contained. Well, I mean, it's I'm I'm talking about retro. Like, I bet. But, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's. But but listen. It, it, what is what is how is retribution keeping you from something that you want on Raw? Okay. How about this? Well, see, see, when you phrase it like that, it's hard to say that. But it, it it makes here's what it does do, it whatever little confidence I had in uh, you know people who are in NXT getting called up this has completely shattered what little confidence there was. I would like, I would we make can an... no longer say oh Johnny Gargano is going to come up and he's fine because Johnny Gargano okay, might but... be Jay Dizzle when he comes. But hang up. on hang on hang on hang on hang on. Yeah, I, and I don't mean this. To, I don't want to be disrespectful to the people that are involved. Let's not pretend like this is Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano that got called up. Right. I, I do. It, and this quite, is, these were notable people who are doing things as recently as two weeks ago. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I would, I would put Dijakovic just below that. I, it, not just below. He's, I'm not, he's not a nothing, but let's not kid ourselves. There's nothing about Donovan Dijakovic that ever suggested that on NXT, they looked at him anywhere near that level. They, well, they didn't. You're, that's fair. It, if, but fine, if we're if we're putting Gargano, Champa, um, on that level, but like anybody else could have this happen to them, like I mean, it's a look. Trust me, this is not what I want for Donovan Dijakovic. But I think I think that you're being unfair in suggesting that this one thing involving certain specific people. And let's be clear, like nobody thought anything of Dio Madden. Like Dio Madden no, is a no, no. Throwaway. I, I, Dio Mad if it was Dio Madden and Shane Thorne, that's fine. But when you're I get it. I think your I think your best argument for this 
and sp- I mean, sure, you can throw in Mercedes Martinez as well because, like, you know, she was involved with something high profile just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But I don't think we've been talking about Mercedes Martinez for, and, and based on her age alone, I don't think any of us were expecting Mercedes Martinez to have some 10 year run as being at the top of the WWE's main roster, right? Like, no, but you could, again, she was relevant on NXT, very relevant and, two and weeks that's, ago. And this that's isn't a, a situation where they went away for six months. Right, so this, this isn't is a the, Bray Wyatt but, situation. But this is a different argument. The argument that you're making would be better for what is it keeping you from NXT that you like? That's a different argument, right? Like, I would rather you just leave these people in NXT and let them well, perform, right? And that's in comparison between Raw and NXT, I hear that argument. But what do you think Mercedes Martinez would be doing on Raw? Uh, being Mercedes Martinez, which is infinitely better than this. I think she'd be doing nothing. Uh, that's probably true. If you want, by the way, if your argument is that Raw is terrible anyway, so adding another terrible layer, it's, I'll hear you on that. Like, it's, but that's a that's a really depressing argument. It's a depressing argument, but I would I would what I would say is your argument about what it does to NXT people is sort of like immediately balanced by where Keith Lee is. Like, you, you, you can't say this proves that NX, everybody on NXT is screwed when they get to the main roster. Yeah, well, Matt Riddle's doing okay. Yeah, like Keith it, Lee's there's, doing there's okay. There's overwhelming evidence that that's not true. Like, you, yeah. th- your argument is immediately dismissed because the overwhelming evidence says that's not true. Well, it's, here's, here's my argument is that at least what Keith Lee did slightly Matt, you know, we get to an extent Keith Lee, we, the Keith Lee that we saw in NXT. What this does is says, you're stupid for watching NXT because these guys aren't going to be those guys when they come up. But you keep saying that. Keith Lee is the proof that that's not true, Aaron. So <laughs> like, he's Keith Matt Lee. Riddle. At least he's Keith Lee. And at least Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle. But that, that's but that's the point. We, that we have tons of evidence. Like, just because this is bad doesn't mean it's right, you're, your you're, confidence. Like, the argument that you're trying to make is that, that they're going to fuck up everybody on NXT. This, this is, well, this is the first time, first time in a long time that they've completely changed. Like That was the one thing that you could kind of count on is that they might not get these call-ups right as far as how to push them, but you know they won't do this to them. They, they won't put them in a completely ridiculous situation. Right, but that's yeah, to be fair, they've not done this that's, to anyone. And that's the that's point. That's what I'm saying. Is like this is the first. I was at least confident they might not use them well, but we're going to see Keith Lee on Raw. Now I have that question about NXT. Call but it's the first. But again, you're you're taking an um, but, but an over. You just say they obviously had a concept that they had no idea who they were putting in, and they just shoved people into. So it was the fault of the idea, not the fault of the call up. I guess here, here's here's what I'm trying to say is that I thought this wasn't in play now that NXT was on USA and so high profile. I thought they wouldn't do this anymore. Okay. And now they. I mean, I just I'm being. This is my but like like in theory they could have put. Um, yeah, we I mean we still don't know who you know, else. If Bojo Raleigh's part of it. He's not right. on NXT. They could call him like eight eight ball or something and put him in. Like that doesn't mean it's an NXT thing. I think this is just the victim of a bad idea. And it didn't matter who was going to be in this, whether they're on NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. This is what was going to happen. They're going to get a weird mask, weird face paint, and a shitty name. And and it's it's shoving people into a bad idea. It, it, to me, it's always... If the idea comes before who the idea is for, it's not typically good. I can't think of one thing where the story behind it is... We had this idea, but we had no idea who we wanted to do it. And then we found the right guy to do it. It was perfect and pushed him to the moon, you know? Like, by the way, I bet I bet there are examples of that that we just don't know about because, you know, we just, we've never well, spent no, time thinking about it. But I listen to enough, it. like, behind the scenes podcasts that are like, when, when the, the best, I'll put it to you this way. 
the gimmicks that were behind the best people, the biggest and brightest people, were ideas that were pitched to the person. Sure. Not ideas that were faceless that they said right go grab some guys and people of course who's the best for this right. i mean there's i can't even think of one example of i'm sure there are but like or or stuff things we don't that aren't public or whatever but of all the stories i've heard almost all of the ideas for a performer have been pitched for that performer typically not, yes yeah not hey i want to do this thing here's 10 guys in a lineup let's pick the guy who and can that, do it and that goes back to why i just think it's a bad idea i don't think this is an indictment of nxt i just i don't i don't believe that and again the overwhelming evidence says that's not the case in fact the concurrent evidence says that's not the case now does it suck yes does it suck again we're speaking about two different things we're really offended for donovan dijakovic who we all think is a star and, and and Mia to a lesser degree Mia, but yes, Mia does deserve better than this. I don't disagree that Mia deserves better than this. So we're really offended for two people. And as I'm saying, I am convincing myself and, and ultimately could be proved wrong, but that the evidence that this is just to get us through Survivor Series says to me, I don't think those two people are going to be buried by this. I think that they're going to have put on Halloween costumes for a couple of months and then they're going to get on with their careers at some point. Um, now, does that mean that they're going to have great careers and be a threat for a long time? By no means. I mean, like, not every person that's gotten caught up has ever done that. You know what I mean? But I am not as panicked about that side of it, and I'm less, in a weird way, I'm I'm less offended, or I'm only as offended as much as I am by Raw Underground because, like, it's it's just what it is. It's embarrassing. Trust well, me, it's em- listen. It's embarrassing to say. We have performers named T-Bar, Slapjack, and Mace. We, everybody with a brain knows look that's... look like em- that, Right. Too. It's everybody with a brain knows that's embarrassing. But I am willing to say, I think this is a biker gang. I think this is a Halloween costume. I don't think these are these people's identities. I don't think that... The, I think it's insane to think that WWE is really planning on, for the next year, having people wander around named T-Bar, Slapjack, and Mace. For what it's worth... I don't know if they're planning on having it for, for more than a day. It's just sort of we're flying by the seat of our pants, and so this is what we're doing right now. Um, can I be proven wrong? Of course. Can things by the way, always I have, be- a, I have a way that you could fix this very quickly. You Go. could come out next week, have them rip all that shit off, and say when we signed with WWE, they tried to make us wear this bullshit and call this these yeah, names. We they're... never said our name. We never said our names were yeah, this. But that doesn't. I, that, that, I have a problem with that one because that, that just gets, you know, what are we watching here if we're watching? And, and I have no problem with it if they get rid of it. Well, I, every, no, but I understand. It. I need to understand what you're saying. It's so bad to just get rid of it. But I I am. This is, I'm trying I, to say I, this. I'd rather just get buried and go next week and go away for three months and then come back. Um, like, just, just do that. But you, but you guys know what's happening here. I do win. know what's happening. Yeah, why? Win. Why is that to so? Save our next two months here. Why is that? I, I'm going to ask this. What in the world is going to happen at Survivor Series that this is worse than? Nothing. Wait. Say that again. What is going to happen if you were? Get... I don't want it to drag out to Survivor Series. But listen to me. You're not this. answering the question. If next week they buried these guys and made them go away. What is happening at Survivor Series that is better than this? Anything? Oh, that is anything. No. Anything. Literally <laughs> Nothing anything. at Survivor Series matters! Again, but then we had nine weeks 
of programming as well. It's not just Survivor Series. If Survivor Series was tomorrow... But what are they going to do between now and Survivor Series, Aaron? They're going to do the same shit they've done the last few years. Then Which, I will take that over retribution. I, I, th- that's the part I, I'll never... You know it's irrelevant. You know it doesn't matter. We've talked about it. For, we literally... The best recurring bit we have on our show is making fun of Survivor Series. <laughs> that's fine. Irrelevant is better than this. I this did, is bad. This is the not low. This is worse than Survivor Series. This is worse than Cena at his worst. This is worse than pretty much Almost any storyline WWE has I don't, run I don't in the agree. recent history. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. It's what, not good. I don't know. It's all bad, man. It's bad versus bad. You're asking me to compare um, a, a, a pile of horse shit and a pile of dog shit and tell me which one is worse. Like, I, they're all. It's all bad. There's no separating where it's bad. And at some point, you either accept that you're watching. Per- this is where AJ would step in. It's it's underwear uh, fake fighting, <laughs> like. You either accept that that's what you're watching or you don't. But like the the level of offense to this that we're taking is I'm I'm so confused. It's not keeping us from something that we want more. It's not like there's plenty of things that w- w- we're about to lose our minds about what happened on 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 Dynamite this week. And I will explain why it's offensive, why it's worse than what we would be getting otherwise. This isn't that. And yes, that's a bigger problem. Sure, I don't disagree with it. Survivor Series is a massive problem. It sucks. It's terrible. And I'm not telling you that this is exciting or interesting, and I hate the fact that they're naming people T-Bar, Slapjack, and Mace. That's stupid. It's dumb. But to pretend like this is taking the place of something else that we would really enjoy. I can't join you there. I've, no, I've, I, that's fair. I mean, when you put it to when you put it that way, it's hard to it's 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 just like another thing that we're okay. We'll get through this, and then they'll do something else. I mean, it's that's 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 that's. I mean, God, I hate saying that. That's I'll, sort I'll, of professional I, I wrestling. Just, I do view this as worse. It, it feels worse to me. I don't. I that part I don't understand. I don't possibly it understand. It feels more embarrassing than most of their crap. I don't know. I've watched too much professional wrestling. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, but, but, but just, I mean, I started thinking about this and I couldn't come up. Like, just think about it for, for, a, for you know, a little bit here. What is worse? Now, if you want to say that it's all bad, it's all equally bad, it's all, all, all bad. But, like, I'm trying to come up with a specific storyline that I find worse than this as far as, and, and not, you know, something tiny that they did one week or something. I mean, I'll give you something that was worse. Sure. Actually, you 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 guys might not agree with me, but I mean, you literally I think, attempted to say that Jinder Mahal winning a championship was going to no, ruin a television show, awesome. Aaron. Like, yeah. I this I can't. I, I here's here. No, you know what? I, I think something that I I, I, I think, think wait, I think worse. there's way too much hyperbole that gets thrown but around sometimes. That's fine. Like, but there's who, entirely who, who too is, much. Who is dumping things on Roman Reigns in the back was worse. That was worse. I don't know that that was worse. That was worse. That, it didn't, ruined, that didn't make me embarrassed Because it ruined Daniel Bryan's heel run. So but it that was worse. that didn't make me embarrassed am, to watch I'm, wrestling. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I am really am confused by why you're embarrassed about it. Like, I, I, because I, you have guys playing Halloween. It looks but bad. I can accept it. If you want to go down that road, I could give you at least three things on every show that makes me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan but every single week. I don't like, like if, if I, if someone had walked in on me watching that and, and seeing guys named T-Bone wearing, that's what they think professional wrestling is, Aaron. That's <laughs> like, uh... this is your, I, that's exactly what they think you, I know. I don't, I don't know how to yeah. break this to you. 
They think you're doing that every Monday night. They <laughs> yeah, yeah. they would they would, the <laughs> they would walk into the room. They would walk into the room and they would say, "Right, yeah, that's that's what you watch on Monday nights, right?" Yeah, like if that's, they walked in the room while that's Jake the Roberts show. was cutting a promo. That you, you wouldn't be as embarrassed you're, you're, as this. I, I this is the part that I'm really struggling with. I'm trying to get to the core of what the actual embarrassing part is. I, it's, I, it's, it's, I, go ahead, Brendan. Oh, I was. Uh, I'm just offended by the names. The, I'm like, the names like, are terrible. Nobody's like debating. My them. wife walking in and, and being being like, "Look at this bullshit." I mean, like you said, that's every week. Correct. Like it's <laughs> it changes. It does not change the it notion that the costumes. So like, I don't know why this feels so much worse to me. It's a it, really it weird. Really I will give you something that's what was way is way worse when my in laws are around is when people are bloody and stuff. That's a thousand times. I worse. I mean, now as a parent, I got to deal with like, of course, we I like I I watched SmackDown on Saturday last week and like of course the main event was like a I don't even remember what was the, the main event it was like a Falls Count Anywhere match right and so like of course when my kids are in the room with me watching it would be a match where they're like hitting each other with chairs in it I'm like yeah oh. they, they want to do it yeah. yeah I mean like I've got to deal with those types of things all the time like there's a million things where like I would just be better off watching wrestling by myself and frankly we all would we none of us should be around other yep. human beings <laughs> and we don't, should don't expose all, anybody to this correct 100% but like that's why I just really struggle with the notion that this is embarrassing, man. I can't join you there. Trust me, the names suck. They're terrible. And this is not. I don't want this long term. But in the in the in the bubble that this is nothing more than just something to get through the Survivor Series. It was a bad idea to begin with. They had to do something with it because they started the bad idea to begin with. So they had to go somewhere with it. So this is what it's going to be. Sure, the names are dumb. It's stupid. I don't. Nobody thinks it's a good idea. But it's going to get us through to Survivor Series and. Like I it if if for some reason I um let's let me if I thought Kevin Owens was facing Drew McIntyre for like the fall like if that was the program that was coming and in like this was getting like taking that away I'd be pissed man I'd be super pissed about that but I had no reason to think that was the case and so I I didn't know what I wanted Drew McIntyre to do after he dropped the belt like I really didn't I had no clue what I thought was next for him after he dropped the belt. So if that's what's happening, if he's dropping the belt this week and he's he's pivoting this way, I'm not really offended by that because I don't really know what else I would have wanted him to do. I mean, like, I, I guess I would have been... We, I, like, I've already seen Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. I don't really need that. Like, what what is he doing for a little while? Um, but, by, I, the way, my, are, by the way, we're assuming that he's getting the rematch at Hell in a Cell, right? I mean, maybe, and and but that doesn't get taken away just because he's doing this. Like, you right? Can, no, I, mean, I know. Mine's always changed, right? But I heard a couple interviews that would suggest to me that they are all in on Drew McIntyre for quite a while. But as, as champion, as the, or the guy, no, 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 right? As being the guy on Raw, not the champion, but the main. And face. and in their mind, this like this is the evil faction that's taking everything down, and he's the yeah. hero that's fighting against the evil faction. And so, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go the other direction a little bit here and say, if this is to give him something to do, in the meantime, it's probably not that bad of an idea because you're not really wrecking anyone in 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 the process if. If we can get, you know, Donovan Dijakovic as himself. Right. If, if come February, he's Donovan Dijakovic again or after WrestleMania or something like I that. I mean, in whatever. theory, you could, if, like, let's say, and, and, uh, this is assuming a lot, but let's say that the draft is until December and, you know, Drew McIntyre conquers them at Survivor Series and they all go away and then magically Donovan Dijakovic gets drafted to SmackDown. 
Right. I mean, you could do that. Of course. There's a million things that you could do. And that's why, I, again, I'm not telling you it's good. Trust me. I'm not trying to argue that. I'm just not as personally offended as it, by it by as I am by what happened on Dynamite. Um, so let's cover that. And then oh, God. we got to check in and see where uh, AJ is because we need to try to get some picks. Um, th- this is the difference to me. This, um, not offensive. It's bad. It's just not offensive. I don't know how there's a professional wrestling on fan on the planet that isn't personally offended by what happened on Dynamite. I, I don't know how any wrestling fan who has been watching, like I watch your product every week, and the story that you've told me is Orange Cassidy is it. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's what matters around here. He's awesome. He's incredible. You're behind him. He's winning. Like whether he you beat your former world champion, two all, times. you're doing all of these things to introduce him into a storyline and then immediately cast him aside for someone else. I have no reason, not only to care about, but secondarily, who is absolutely not deserving of another shot at Brody Lee, which is like the secondary most offensive part about it that nobody wants to talk about, but equally as bizarre in telling the story. This is offensive. This is, we need you to pretend like you haven't watched the show. We need you to only listen to what we care about and what we tell you matters, not what we've actually done and what should matter. This is way more offensive and way more embarrassing than anything WWE is doing. And, and as much as I hate coming around and being the Brandon of the group at this point, it's, it's so much more embarrassing that we're afraid to say it because we've just decided that, that we can't criticize AEW for whatever reason. This is the worst thing that happened in professional wrestling, not just this week, in a long time. This sucks. Dispute it. I can't I'm not going. I, I'm, I'm not going to dispute it. The only thing that you can even possibly possibly say about it is that because of the orange cassidy character because the you know he cares he doesn't care you can almost try in in upcoming weeks to play it off that well this match wasn't you know he wasn't in that mode that chris jericho got him into that's the only way the match would suggest otherwise yeah you didn't and, and do that's that the problem with it is the match <laughs> would absolutely but i'm just i'm trying to i'm playing I, I find it terrible as well, especially for a match that here's the most frustrating part about it. Anybody could have been in that match. Uh, that's... You could have put Scorpio Sky in that match. You could have put Jungle Boy in that Look, match. I was always going to make put right. anybody and, and in I that was match. always going to make a wanking motion when they brought back Cody Rhodes that way, because, again, that's what Cody Rhodes deserves at this point as a character. But at least I wouldn't be offended by it. I'd be like, oh, right, wank. I don't care. But, you know, God bless. This is worse. This is unnecessary. This is hot shit. This is not, this is WWE, but not even as good. This is embarrassing. This makes you, the ardent AEW fan, look like the biggest rube on the face of the fucking planet. You have have given yourself your loyalty to a company that will always prioritize Cody Rhodes' desperate desires to cosplay as Triple H over whatever is best for the, the business. 
fuck that. Fuck that forever. This makes me angry that I have spent this much time with this company. Wow. (laughs) The the really frustrating thing is they had so many outs. They had so many outs. First of all, obviously, the match should have never been made. The match should have never, ever been made. It it didn't need to be made. Well, wait, let let me just say this. If Cody doesn't come out at the end, I'm not even offended by that match. It's a great match. Brody Lee is a wait, deserving. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, that's to me the bigger problem. Is Disagree. That you built up or no? Because to me, it's not the no. it's not the Cody thing. It's the the fact that you built up Orange Cassidy as but a you're building up. To but anybody. you're building up Brody Lee too, so then, that's okay then for me. Feed, then don't put them against each other. Didn't need to happen. Don't disagree with that. But to Brandon's point, if you do, if it's just a great match that Brody Lee happened to win, and you have an immediate thing for, and, and it's not so obvious. That you're just burying the guy by making oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not use the word bear because for all you know, he's involved in a very high profile thing next week. Might be. It's cast aside here. But that's you can't you can't get that image out of my mind. You're uh, pushing him in the segment because Cody, he was jobber A. No, it has everything to do with Cody. It's that if he just has a great match and afterwards it's just a great match, no offense. This is we've got to get this shit out of the way for the thing that actually matters. This is so much more offensive than that. This is better get this guy out of the picture quickly because we got something that actually matters. Fuck that guy. This is the, the, the image of that. The image of this guy that you have been screaming at me as a star for months being immediately dismissed. By the way, there's other things on the, sh- on the show that suggest that we're right in thinking that way because if you're really going best friends against FTR, they're going to throw him right into that. And they, an they could. Like, I mean, they, or, or they're going to push him to some... I, I don't know what the direction is right now. What but direction he, is he, does, po- he doesn't fit in FTR. No, no, no. Here's... What? He doesn't fit in the FTR. Th- they have a manager. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, but you, you I don't have know a wrestler if you remember this, but they have man- a manager who cheats. I so. understand it, but then you get into the Cody problem where just because... Arn Anderson is countering Jake when Arn Anderson's much more physical. It looks a lot worse. But they do it all the time. He cheated. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've not heard. Not, uh, most of the things that Orange Cassidy does no, aren't I, that I guess physical. My point is, my point is, we have more evidence to suggest that they're somewhere to push him away from either main event A or main event B picture. When you've done all of the work to build him into yes. a main event A or main event right. B big picture, if he's not in main event A or main event B, nothing they just did matters. Yes, because it, they why... gave him main event A or main event B push. That's what yes. Glenn's upset about. Or, or it's give not that he I might mean, not feud with somebody, and it would be great just like his feud with Jericho. The the problem is you can't just keep doing that, and it never amounts. Well, but or or again, it's a combination of all of these things. If if a if a really good performer just loses a great match, a tremendous match against another really good performer, you can live with that. Like you can you can make peace with that and still have that performer do something immediately afterwards. And, and this, I would argue that that is actually good booking because it makes your champion stronger to actually defeat real opponents. And and the second, but this image, this is so telling. This is. You could have done this later on in the show. You could have separated these two things somehow. And I still wouldn't, again, none of it would make me like the Cody Rhodes part. I'm not telling you that I would ever be excited about Cody Rhodes. Fuck Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's, he's terrible. But at Come least... On, he doesn't have blonde hair anymore. But wonderful. At least by separating those two things, I don't have to have that image. 
by putting them right back to back, the only thing you can do is shout at me, this doesn't matter, this does. Anything else, literally, put one match at the beginning. when they black out the arena and when lights come back on, he's gone. Correct. It is the most dismissive thing you could ever possibly imagine doing. Forget that ever happened because now the thing that actually matters is happening. It's so unthinkably bad. I like it's I I like I I want to scream. I got a text literally from um oh, he won't be I, Ben Nash texted me last night before I was even losing my mind about it. Like Ben Nash texted me about it and said this is the reason I can't get into AEW. And I I'm I I get it. I completely We, we got to give him a little bit more shit about something else too. Who? The- the, well, the main event A is the other reason it's hard to get into the AEW well, right now. I mean, I don't even know what main event A is at this point. I mean, well, it's it's a clusterfuck. Like, correct. Now, some of that happens because of a bad test and the whole like. The, yeah, I mean, of, I, it's hard to really blame anything that happened with there when you have at least one, if not two, people who are supposed to be in that main event. But, uh, get but the they have possible. to create the weird axis of evil that we and got that's, at and the And that end is, of the, again, and I, I, made, I said a tweet out about that, like, I, and jokingly, I said, no, that actually makes all the sense in the world, because you see, they're getting ready for Survivor Series, so they need to put their, <laughs> their teams together. I mean, that's, that's dumb and uninteresting, but, you know, likely more based on what happened because of a test. But it, it goes back to the bigger problem, which is when you were... It, my assumption continues to be that you, you're going to go back to Moxley and MJF for the pay-per-view, but when you're trying to serve so many masters at the same time, it's you're, you're putting a lot of irons and fires that don't work. That's not That part isn't offensive to me because I still at least see the point, right? Like, you're going to get through this stupid thing. You're going to burn off the thing you never needed to do with Lance. None of this needed to happen with Lance Archer. None of this was necessary. This was a silly thing that you did, but at least you can get through it and you can go back to the thing that actually matters and you can and as long as they do that i'm not saying that all of it's, it it's okay but like at least we'll get to the point right like at least we'll get to that eventually if that's the case by, by the way it's it's the weird hold on it, it's just really it's the weird formatting where they they very clearly have have a tier where it's like pay-per-views top these cable show you know that the semi pay-per-views that aren't on pay-per-view are clearly supposed to be a notch below but still need to be special but you don't want to burn what you had on the pay-per-view it's, it's it's a very weird format but because of that it's creating situations like that um yeah i mean so sure what's weird for me is they don't have 12 pay-per-views to, to populate a year they only have four so and they have like 90 right. wrestlers on the roster so it's it's strange well, but to that's me why that they're you trying can't to... find something relevant for these people to do even when it's not a pay-per-view match or whatever match you want to have at the pay-per-view. Like, if you're saving every match for a pay-per-view, man, we're not going to see some of these matches for five years. That's 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 fair. I mean, you're not wrong. They, they need to work out that it, that wrinkle because it's a very big wrinkle right and now. It's not, and I wouldn't have done this this way. I would say if if you're ultimately going to have MJF go over John Moxley, at worst, if you're not doing it at the pay-per-view, then you do that at your, you know, your, your TNT show that you want to act like is a secondary pay-per-view, right? Like, you do not drag it out for three months to go back to it down the road. I, 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 I think it's wrong. I do think that's the wrong thing for them to do. But at least I, I can get a result out of it. That, again, I'm not giving them a pass for. I'm just sort of saying, like, okay, that's what happened. It's what happened, right? Um, it's and it's not offensive to me in the in 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 the, you know in the meantime. Like, it's silly. It's unnecessary. It's clunky. It's whatever you want to call it. But it's not offensive. 
this is offensive. Like I can't we I can't get over how much we're unwilling to ignore this. Oh wait, we have to mention the Dark Order in this too. Do we have to? <laughs> Ten guys were scared of one. Of course, that makes all the <laughs> sense in the world. Um, but like this is this is offensive. This is anything you've ever said about Triple H or about Super Cena. Like shut your mouth. If you've ever said that that, that was an issue with WWE, but yet you're not screaming about how su- how how this is again worse than those scenarios. This is the actual guy who runs the company. This isn't his son-in-law. This isn't the chosen one. This is the guy who makes the decisions. This is the most offensive thing in all of professional wrestling by far. And, and the one thing you're holding on to to hit back on it is now another cog in why it's so bad, which was his loss. His loss was only to do this, so that means the loss is just as bad as everything else. Like, everybody was hanging on to, well, they squashed him. That's Cody doing the right thing. Well, not if it's to do this. No, no. It's In fact, it makes it uh, all unless worse. Unless he gets squashed again. That's the only thing you can even hope to. Is but that but it's it, doesn't, double, it doesn't change how bad happen. this is. There's no reason to believe that. No, it's Although definitely... he's Jesus. He's coming, he's coming right. back to save everyone. Right. Not only is yeah. it not going to happen, but it doesn't, it doesn't change how bad this was last night. Even if he gets squashed oh, sure. again, it's still a dreadful thing that you did last night. It's still unthinkable that you would do that. I mean, this really is, like, this is company-defining. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, will professional wrestling matter in this company more than Cody Rhodes does? You've got to, at some point, have a come-to-Jesus with yourself about this. There's still plenty of good professional wrestlers in this company. I I didn't stop watching WWE at their worst moments, and I I said that all the time. Like, I don't like this, but I'm going to continue to watch. But the, the position that you've taken, that this is the alternative, that this is about the wrestling, this is about the things that, you know, were always bullshit and we knew they were bullshit, but, like, we, we needed to let that flush out in order to prove that they were bullshit. Well, you've got your answer. It's bullshit. They are going to prioritize Cody Rhodes. This company exists for his own vanity. You need to look yourself in the mirror and say that out loud and understand it. And like, either demand that it changes or think about whether or not maybe you've given them too much credit. And, you know, it's on you if that's what you want. If you want to come, if you like Cody Rhodes so much that you want a company that's based on Cody Rhodes' vanity, then, then watch it, you know, by be into it. Be a sick event for it. But I, I, I don't, I mean, was anybody on the planet asking for that at any point? Was there anybody sitting around saying... Gee, Cody Rhodes got a bad deal. He should be the guy that's more important than anything else happening in professional wrestling. Uh, by the way, who was not on the show when they got their highest rating so far? Yeah, that's a fair point too. Now, I mean, the competition helped. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, like not going up against NXT that week. You know people are going yeah, to still. turn to. Yeah, oh, still, I, you could you could make the case that it would have gotten that rating with Cody as well. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's, that's I, the point there. Right. But you know what they're going to point to right now? What's the highest selling T-shirt on uh, pro wrestling tees right now? Oh man, I'm, I'm, it might very well, well be. Because he came out with a new one. Yeah, he came out with a new one last night, and it's the number one shirt. Well, like, in fairness, that's what okay, to but say. that's is that people that's a, care about Cody? But that's a bad that's argument what, when new shirts come out. Number one shirt every time they release something new. Yeah. Like, wasn't Miro's shirt last week the number one shirt? Yeah, that's. I, I can't. I can't testify to Miro's shirt. I feel like every time yeah. someone comes out with a shirt that they put on TV, I, I, it's number one. For I feel like, like a typically week new new else. shirts end up doing quite well, kind of no matter who they are. So I don't think that's a great argument, but I don't know enough about the business. I mean, like they might say 
every week, you know, Cody Rhodes is the number two, you know, seller or whatever. And look, clearly it's part of an, I said this last week, when you saw the, or whatever week it was that we saw the, the thing for the shitty uh, uh, competition show that nobody's going to watch. Like you, you got your answer. They desperately need Cody Rhodes to be something that he's not. Like they des- they will do anything. They will cut everyone in in the name of we need to have something that comes off as a transcendent star. And to be clear, Cody Rhodes will never be that. Like he's not going to be that guy. He can be on this dinky reality show and can do the but he's not going to be Dwayne Johnson or John Cena or Roman Reigns. That's not going to happen with Cody Rhodes, which isn't to say it won't happen with anybody who ever exists in AEW. You're too far down the road with Cody Rhodes and what he's been to think that now at this point in his life, he's suddenly going to be some transcendent pop culture star. That won't happen. But they're desperate for him to be some level of that because it's how you find new eyeballs. You you want someone... You know, some guy sitting there who I don't know who watches. I don't even know what the fuck this show is. They're doing this drive-in talent show to say, boy, I like that Cody Rhodes fella and decide to watch professional wrestling because of it. They, they're willing. They're, they understand that what WWE has done is best for business. And because Tony Khan doesn't want to do bad business, he's going to do the same thing. But that was always going to be the case. Oh, by the way, the other thing they gimmicked with the shirt is that it's only available for 24 hours. So of course that it's gonna yeah, it's gonna make gonna, it. You're definitely like gonna. they're 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 like making sure that it's the top selling shirt, Man. which which is which is another laughable. Thing. I mean, but that's fine. Again, it's fine, dude. Like it's no, but so they can say that. Like it's right. so people like Aaron will say that. You I mean, know? but but I'm, I'm not. First, first of all, I wasn't saying. That. I was just saying what they're going to say is that their response. You you know, because Glenn was going on the rant about how he can't imagine people caring about it. They're going to respond. People do care about Cody, right? Because, I don't care about because, Cody. No, but they're, I right, can't because, believe people do. But they're res- they're responding that way because they're desperate for it to be true. I mean, they 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 desperately want that to be true. So that's going to be their argument when there's no argument yeah. to be made. Yeah, they like, like if, if WWE.com put out you know marginal wrestler a shirt that's only available for 24 hours, it would be the number one shirt on their site. I mean, um, like, it's not that hard to trick people into buying something on impulse. My the, point was less about the shirt as in they do, for whatever reason, they care they, about I that. think they right. believe that people care about Cody. Well, no, I don't, I don't, I, I think well, it, people do care about Cody. There's, I mean, a, that, there's an amount of people that care about Cody. They are yeah. desperate for that number to be bigger than what it actually is. Um, they are, and again, whether that's of Cody's own doing or, I mean, he's clearly involved in the process. He's not stepping in and saying, guys, no, this is, you know, trying to force me to be the guy is, is not smart. That's what the other company did. And we're trying to be something that they aren't. He's clearly conspiring with it, whether it was his force fed decision or not. He's clearly in conspiracy with that to be the case. He is on board with, please, dear God, make me some sort of celebrity beyond just being a professional wrestler, whatever that is. I, I, I need that to be the case. And he's either doing it in concert with a group of people who have decided we think this is what's best for business or he's doing it on his own because he also happens to be very significant in running the company. Whatever the reason is, it's, like, it exists as the antithesis of what we were told AEW was supposed to be. Yes. This is WWE. And again, as I, I tried saying a million, million times, 
The notion the cons were just going to sign up to lose money forever was always silly. And yeah. the, they always were going to have to answer business questions. And when you run a business, you do things like this. I think throwing yourself behind Cody Rhodes is a mistake. I don't, and I'm not saying that because I think Kenny Omega or John Moxley should be a a celebrity of some sort. I don't know who that guy would be in this company. Uh, there's um, one of them. There's one guy. Jericho. That's it. I mean, but but there's Jericho is always going to care more about wrestling. It's it's but always I'm just, a fine. I'm just saying he's the only like guy like that's crossover even close to transcending. Now now for what it's worth, I think everybody would look at it right now and say, as looks go, 100 percent, you should start trying to push Rus or Miro towards oh, doing yeah. towards doing movies, towards doing more pop culture things, towards you but know. What he said is he not only is he going to be in AEW, he strongly hinted that he's going to New Japan. He seems to want to wrestle. And and if that's what he wants to do, you can't you can't change that, right? Like that's just what he wants to do. But as far as you know, who a guy should be that you should try to make that type of guy, Miro would be your answer to that because of how he looks. He looks like somebody who should be a bigger celebrity than what he than what he is. Cody Rhodes looks like a guy. I don't I don't mean that to be offensive. Like he he just he doesn't look like someone that's ever going to be a movie star. He he looks like a guy and that's fine. He's a, he's a, he's a decent enough wrestler. And to his credit, this was, you know, this was his thing. Right. And he does deserve credit for that, but the character is bad. The concept is worse. And the execution is one of the most offensive things I've ever seen in all of professional wrestling. And I I, I hate, I hate that that's what this show has become, but they are, they, they are forcing it. They, they can't, they can't let up for a week of how bad this is. It's so John, John Moxley's your world champion, right? Yes. What at what level would you say of importance he is on the show? He's not one or two. I would make an argument for fourth most important person on the show. I mean, maybe, but there were for a long time this summer he wasn't even that, and that was why it was yeah, comical. Yeah. It was so comical that he was number one on the the the, the PWI list because I'm like. He's not even number one. He's not even in the top ten on his show. Like he's an right. afterthought on his own show. I mean, um, they're, they're telling you Cody's more important. They're telling you Jericho's more important. They're telling you Orange. Well, until this week, they were telling you Orange. Cassidy I was gonna say was no. They're important. they're just they're right. telling you <laughs> now. That, they've made it very not, clear. Whether yeah. or not what we believe. Right, but they were. But to Brandon's point, for the better part of the summer, until they, this week, they were telling right. They us were that. telling you that, and that's part of what makes this so offensive. Um, they were certainly telling you that like the Bucks and and Hangman FTR. and FTR, sure, were more important. I mean, like he was very far down the list of things that mattered. Um, Man, he's in Matt Hardy territory. <laughs> he's he's on par with. I mean, he was he was the second most important person in his championship feud. Um, yes, by far. It, it, he's on par with the Matt Hardy storyline. That's like how far down the show he is. I mean. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're you're, you're you're not wrong. I mean, that's and again, that's what made it kind of comical that he was number on the list. I'm like, I, I like John Moxley, and I, I'm confused by what all this is. But <sighs> all right, anyway. Um, so here's the deal. Unfortunately, because of uh, his job, we all know who he works for. AJ's not going to be able to do picks with us this segment. We will get him to um, send his picks in, but we need to get into picks because we are going to start running. It's going to get uh, it's going to get er- late early. I just wanted to do it, this is a quick 60 second thing before we get into picks because uh-huh. there's one more thing about shows I just want to talk about. Uh, who's the promo for for NXT TakeOver? Yeah, oh, I was going to yeah. ask that too. Yeah. I, 
It better be Bo Dallas. I'm hoping it's Bo Dallas. It sets up for Bo Dallas, and that would be wonderful. Why? Bo Tell me why it does. Why it sets up for Bo Dallas? Because the it was talking about you know he had bl- basically he put his blood, sweat, and tears into NXT just to have a bunch of paper champions represent it now, hinting that it's a past champion. Bo Dallas isn't doing anything. He put a lot of time into NXT, obviously, so it would make sense. And Curtis Axel's not there anymore, so. Um. Yeah. I mean, I boy, I hate saying this, but wouldn't it would it would be disappointing? Like if if you're gonna do this for a Bo few, Dallas would never disappoint me. I love Bo Dallas, but to the average person, unfortunately, like you did so little with him for so long that it would not feel as though he was worthy of like this much hype to come back. Um. You're probably right, but for me, it, it speaks to me. Look, I'm I'm all nobody's I'm all in on Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas is tremendous, so I'd be stoked to have him back in NXT. But I, well, who who are the former champions? It's so Bobby Roode, Samoa Rude. Joe. Uh, well, it can't be. They showed the person. It's not Samoa Joe. But that it's well, the they same showed, thing as all. They showed a person. No, I think I think this is the real person. I think that's the person. They're not. Gonna, I don't know the way that looked. That was I don't even know for sure that was an actual person. Like it looked weird. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to read into that at all. So, so it's it's not Seth Rollins. It's not Big E. Bo Dallas. It's obviously not Neville. Sami Zayn. Mm, Probably not. Not Owens. Finn Balor's already there. Samoa Joe. Shinsuke, Nakamura. Probably not. No. Probably not. I I think if if it's a former champion and it's a former Andrade? world champion. Yeah, I, like, those guys are so busy up top. I, I think it but, has but, to be. But is he really? Assuming, is he really busy? Yeah, I would. Really that busy? I would make a similar argument about Andrade. Like, I don't think it is because at least he's doing something. Like, I think it's somebody who's yeah. doing nothing right now. But exactly. I would actually. It would probably be really good for Andrade to be honest. Like, yeah, they're, sure. they're they're in a really bad spot where like this. I'm just saying he's literally doing something. It's not Alistair Black, right? No. Again, somebody who's doing something like I, I think that the the theory is WWE is so one track mind that it's hard for us to believe it's somebody who's doing anything at all. And that like they, then I, you would make the argument it's either Joe or Bo Dallas or Bobby or Roode. Bobby Roode, who is or supposed Bobby to come Roode. back soon. Right. I don't buy the promo if it's Bobby Roode. Yeah. Well, the, the, really the blood is heart and soul. And yeah, he was there for a year, which is why I think it's <laughs> Bo. Bo's the only one who fits. I like Bo. I mean, I I like Bo too. I of the th- of oof. of that. I, look, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me if they run promos. I still don't know who's the chick they've been running promos for. It's Carmella. On SmackDown, I think it's Carmella. It's Carmella. Okay. They, then, they've identified a tattoo that they forgot to cover. Oh, up is something. that what happened? All right, all right. Um, but but listen, listen. I will tell you if it's Nakamura. It is much needed. If if that's who it is. Is much. It's much needed for who? For NXT. For NXT, I completely agree. Um, I'm. I have I made. I think he's fine. I've made I mean, peace. I, I've made peace with it, and it's 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 a shame. I've made peace with Shinsuke Nakamura is never going to be what we want him to be, and and that sucks, and I hate Except it. Except on NXT. But he, he could, could be a hundred percent. He could be. But but in the new NXT, I don't know that he's that. Uh, and the new X- NXT, we'd be getting him and Finn, which would be exactly what we would all want. Man, there's no world in which I'd have. I mean, yeah. it'd be incredible. It would be absolutely yes. incredible. So, but I've made peace with at the top level. Like, I if you were bringing Shinsuke Nakamura back to NXT, I don't think it's to reset him for a a main event push on the main roster. I just, I just sadly don't think we're ever 
like that 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 ship has sailed i believe that that us going that route um but that being said does that mean i don't want him there because it makes nxt better no i'm it definitely makes nxt better i'm all in for that i'm i'm 100 percent all in they somehow lose the titles between now and october 4th yeah but i just i'm i'm with i just don't trust that 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 they're that wwe is thinking about two different things at the same time i I don't and by the way if if we're talking about um the the whole it doesn't fit for bobby Roode, then it doesn't fit for nakamura either yeah, it does. He was there for like two yeah, years. No, he was way... there for I think the exact yes, same but, amount. Yes, but he of time actually, but he actually put, there for a year. but he actually was the heart and soul of WWE of NXT yeah. while he was there. Sure. Okay, Bobby, that, that's Bobby fine, Roode was if, a guy. If we're talking about length. It's, it's, it's not about sense. it's not about length. It's that like these other guys were Bobby Roode sort of out of nowhere was the champion, right? Like he was and he was a heel, and it wasn't yeah, like Shins- Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. was NXT. Like for a for a for a year. You watched NXT because that's where you were getting Shinsuke right. Nakamura. Um, he absolutely bled for NXT. There is no doubt about that. All right, um, we need Kevin to get Owens. I mean, again, again it goes. Something. It makes you. You have to require yeah. it to be right. He's All not right. doing anything important, but okay. All right. <laughs> um, clash of ch- of champions or or night of clash of night of gold champions or whatever the f we're doing night of the clash of the champions. night of the clash of the champions let's that's, that's the new name let's make our picks we'll have aj uh tech somebody text aj and see if he can text the pick. i don't know he's in a meet maybe he can't do it right now we'll get it we'll get him later um clash of champions is the pay-per-view we have nine matches scheduled as of right now. We are just doing. We're not doing this normally, so we're doing um, should 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 be and will be as the way that we'll play this out. Oh, good. <laughs> we begin. All of these, of course, are championship matches. So we begin with the United States Championship: Bobby Lashley and Apollo Cruz. Um, you know, it's a weird feeling I have about this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 100%. I actually think it should be Apollo Crews, which is the funny part. Like, I I just don't... I Even if we didn't think Retribution was the factor, I think that the Hurt Business story... Well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe should be as Bobby Lashley. But I think it will be Apollo Crews now because I think that you are positioning the Hurt Business to be involved with whatever you're doing with Retribution. I mean, I... I, I alongside your theory, definitely on the will. It will be Apollo Crews. He just went over Cedric for whatever godforsaken reason. He, he just makes Cedric interesting and immediately have him lose. Yeah. Weird. Um, it should be Bobby because, again, you started to make the Hurt Business really relevant right. and now you're kind of pulling, uh, you're falling back into the fact that, again, losing and then going into this thing and, you know, they didn't win cleanly even though they won, which is also weird that they beat Retribution. Either way, they're, they're in Retribution, so that's not good for Hurt Business. Um, so I'm going to say should be Lashley because he should be champion and it should give Hurt Business some credibility, but it will be Apollo Crews. I'm going to say should and will Apollo Crews because for, for a couple reasons. I think that you've got the out to have Lashley lose without really losing or hurting his momentum. And he can go right into whatever clusterfuck they're going to do and really kill his momentum. <laughs> but they, I don't think doing this kills his momentum at all. I think Apollo really needs this. And I think, you know, there's a ton of matches you could have with Apollo. I, I like the idea to keep him relevant and keep him as, I, I you know, you always have the conversation, does the guy make the belt, the belt make the guy? In this sense, the belt makes him more relevant, more important. So I think they should have Apollo win and 
considering what's going on, I think they will. And to your point, more so than it does for Lashley, who who doesn't who is is improved with the belt, but doesn't necessarily need the belt. And he's not hurt if right. like retribution yeah. costs correct. Him the title. To, to me, it's just that we went through that whole phase with oh, her business. No, and was I'm with losing. you. And that's and that's why I'm struggling. Like I again, I, yeah. I I like at first I said I think it should be, but then I'm with you. There is something to be said for it's better for the hurt business that they have a significant belt involved. I don't disagree with that. And just, and just personally, I really want to see. Like, I really want us to be able to hold on to Apollo till we get to crowds to see if he has gained it's, anything. It's, there's maybe been traction. It's just... Uh. I, I love that guy, man. And I'm it, with and you. The guy's such a soldier. Is, and there, doing... is there any possibility that it's not Drew McIntyre and that Apollo ends up in the Hurt Business to fight against, especially now that it looks like they're flipping them to being faces... Sure. That he... I, I well, I don't know that they're flipping them to being faces. I think they're just there. They're, they're sur- muddied, which is problematic. Well, and and, and that's they another can, thing. But like, he, they could they could be crowds, muddied. But they could also be I'm, muddied. I'm telling you that. Right. They could also be muddied with Apollo, though. Right. Like yeah. like Apollo can still be a face with a muddied group, and like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And like there can be a respect. Look, I've been battling with you guys, but I believe in what it is that you're fighting sure. for now, and. I, I think that the can, only problem is the promo that Cedric Alexander cut on Raw. If you're going that way, yeah, it's, it's messy. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do the other tag champions for the. Or sorry, both tag ta- champions. We'll start with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Cesaro and Nakamura against Lucha House Party. Aaron, go ahead. I, I mean, should and will be Cesaro and Nakamura. Though there is a part of me that would because. You know, all three of these guys in the Lucha House Party, particularly Lindsay and Graham and Talley, have deserved so much more for so long. Like, Kalisto got, you know, his little runs in and stuff. We haven't seen that from Lindsay. But not now. Cesaro and Nakamura are everything. Yeah, I mean, I could make the argument for the should for Lucha House Party just to do something with those guys. But, you know, not considering what they've done on TV. And so I will say even with that, the should is... Cesaro Nakamura and the will is Cesaro and Nakamura. Uh, yes, that, that's correct. And, um, and the other and the other part is these matches don't matter <laughs> anyway. Uh, the tag the tag title match. I I feel like we're gonna be fairly quick with this one too. Street Profits and Andrade and Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Brandon, fool, fool me once, shame on me. I am not picking them again. I'm gonna pick Street Profits. But sorry, should and will. Yeah, and should and will for me as well. Um, you got to figure. They tricked me into thinking they cared about those guys. But you got to figure out what this has been the most bizarre. Like again, you threw all these people together. Nobody really knew who was with with who. Austin Theory just kind of disappeared after a little while. Like nobody really. At some point, this was about some random chick from from a reality show. She's uh, gone too. Dee Dee <laughs> from The Amazing Race or whatever the f it was. <laughs> like this has been so out of out of nowhere. You just split them up with Zelina Vega, and like we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> like it was the it was the only thing that mattered in all of this, and now it's it's just gone, and we pretend like it, it's just so. You got to reset this somehow, and so yes, Street Profits should and will win. Yeah, I mean, the the whole match was weird because you had this team that was, you know, had lost a number of times, and you had, you know, obviously Rollins and Murphy who are sort of a team, and then you had Carrillo and Dominic who aren't a team in any sort of way, and probably shouldn't have gotten the title shot. Um, it, it was just weird. I don't know why they did this. I don't know why they're doing this match in particular, but yeah, Street Profits should and will. 
Uh, of course, of course, when like, all right, well, go ahead and do the other tag team championship match. The women's tag team championship match, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. I wish that I could say something stronger here. Like, I like um, Ruby and I like Liv Morgan and I want things for them, but I, I just don't see it. Um, I don't see it right now. I don't see it here. I know at some point you're going to have to split Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and you're teasing that. I just don't think it's here. So I'm going to say should and will Nia and Shayna. You know, I, I kind of want to say should because just looking at Asuka, there's not really a clear opponent you. for her coming out of this. Um, so, you know, you can have the, the Riot Squad win and then you can have Nia and Shayna. I mean, you can have all three of them in, at Hell in a Cell and, and kind of go that way, which actually, now that I think about it, probably is the best way to go. Um, so I'm going to actually say should be Riot Squad winning for that reason, but will be uh, Nia and Shayna. I'm going to say uh, should and will Riot Squad, and here's why. Um, because I I believed about a month ago, six weeks ago, when they did this, that the purpose was always to give them the belts. I just thought they were going to beat Bailey and Sasha and not whatever we've gotten in between. Um, obviously, this Nia Shayna thing is temporary. Um, I think you get rid of it so that you can put them into you know, contention. Um, so I'm going to go should and will riot squad for all those reasons. I just reasons. don't think we've seen any reasons to think that they feel the need to take the tag belts off of them, even if that's what they're going to do. Um, like I, I, I and I well, wish that, yeah, that's true. It's, I, I wish I, I wish I wasn't about that in the past. So why now? Well, yeah. no, but they're play, like, obviously they're going to beat each other up. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not getting along perfectly. But they haven't been getting along, and they've still right. been tag champions. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that they can... But they, this is their first defense on a pay-per-view. I mean, I hear you. I just... I, to me, the, the reason why you have somebody drop a tag belt to move in is, like, that, that makes sense. But they're transitional champions just to get Sasha and Bayley, just for them to lose. So... I don't think the point was ever for these. People oh, I don't think it's to have them have them have a long run. Um, but you have to believe that they that they think it matters who wins the women's tag titles, and like I just don't know that they feel that way. And now, so I will say this: I like Team Shania. That is that that is funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on board. The hashtag Team Shania. Yeah. Um, for the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. Aaron? Um, this should be Sami. Sami's the most interesting person in that this feud. You could make the case he's one of, if not the most interesting people on SmackDown right now, and a lot of the interest goes away if he does lose. Now he can still do the delusional, well, I'm still the champion, I, you know, however you want to do it. I've never been pinned. Um, yeah, never been pinned. However, exactly you want to do it, you can go that route. But I think it's far more interesting if he's champion and you have um, Jeff and AJ chasing him. So I'm going to say should be Sami Zayn. But I just kind of have a feeling this is a Jeff Hardy thing that WWE's fallen back in love with Jeff Hardy, and it will be Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, similarly, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. Uh, it should be Sami. Sami Zayn is doing some of the best work he's done on the main roster right now. Um, but I think it will be Jeff Hardy. I think they've decided that he's important for the face of for, for, as one of the faces of SmackDown. And I think that, you know, they like having Roman and Jeff Hardy as the two champions. So I'm going to say that Jeff Hardy will win. 
God, I hate you guys. Um, it's exactly what I was going to pick. Um, yeah, everybody knows it should be Sami Zayn. And I think that it's a tricky spot they're in. Like, Roman Reigns is a star, but they don't want to push him as a star right now, like, publicly because he's a heel. So you kind of need to have your secondary champion be a face and a recognizable face champion. Um, you can you can make the argument he's conquering Sami Zayn, but yet you could still do a bit where, like, they have another match afterwards because Sami can, you know, as to your point, make the argument. I'm with you. It should be Sami Zayn. He's been wonderful, but I completely agree. I think that Jeff Hardy is who they have in mind. Um, and I think AJ's going to Raw. I, 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 whether soon or whatever the draft is or whatever. So I think he's kind of there to make the match just great. Um, let's move on. The singles, the main singles championship matches um, will begin. Uh, Asuka and Zelina Vega for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> let's just go ahead, Brandon. On the, pre- on the pre-show, yeah. uh, Asuka will and should win. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no need to say anything mm-hmm. else. Now, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey and Nikki Cross. And I would love to present a compelling... I mean, I think it should... If I'm being totally honest with you, I think it should be Nikki Cross. But I think it will be Bailey um, because it seems as though it's important to them that the championship be involved for the Sasha Bailey feud. I disagree. I think it's a, it's a great way to have concurrent storylines, but... It doesn't seem as though they agree. So should be Nikki Cross, will be Bailey. Yeah, I mean, Nikki Cross has been so compelling over the past few months. I know going into one of those pay-per-views, I actually said, I, I, you know, even though we knew it was heading towards Bailey and Sasha, that I kind of was hoping I was far more compelled by what Nikki was doing, and I still feel that way. And I'm worried that another loss is just going to kind of push her towards irrelevancy, which sucks because she is so good right now. But yes, I mean this is going to be Bailey. They're they're heading into Hell in a Cell. It wouldn't surprise me if Bailey wins, the lights go out, and immediately Sasha Banks shows up I, at the pay per view. It's almost certainly what's going to happen. Yes. So so here's what they should do. They should have Nikki Cross win that puts her into a program with Alexa Bliss for the title. Bailey and Sasha don't need the title, and then eventually you could have champion monster Alexa Bliss versus mega face Sasha Banks. But Bailey's winning. So <laughs> I think should Nikki Cross will Bailey. I'm, we're all we're all on board with that. Um, now for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns against Jay Uso. Everyone at once. Aaron, go ahead. Well, I mean, oh. do you want me to ask the question or Let's what? Let's go three, two, one. <laughs> I mean, like, hey guys, I've got a question for you. Is Roman oh, Reigns that, in the match? Man? Yeah, obviously we're all picking Roman Reigns. And um, for the uh, WWE Championship, an ambulance match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Uh, Brandon, you have first call. God damn it. I mean, so obviously Randy Orton should win this match. Um, I'll just say that he will, but I could see something really screwy going on with this match, particularly because it's an ambulance match and... You don't have to pin or submit anyone. Um, we just had Drew attacking Retribution and things of that nature. Who fucking knows? But I'll say, you know what? I'm going to say... Retribution doesn't work Sundays, though. That's true. Hmm. <laughs> that's true. Um, I- I'm going to say Randy Orton should win, and Randy Orton will win. 
<sighs> I mean, because Randy, we have a thousand pay per views with that don't matter coming up. Um, look, I, I there is a lot of speculation on the internet that the reason why this is an ambulance match is because they had to figure out how they could both have Drew McIntyre drop the belt and yet not like get pinned. Um, which is so dumb because getting pinned by Randy Orton does is not a and and, and it almost makes me angrier, right? Like like this is so embarrassing that you're willing to go to such lengths over things. Um, no, it shouldn't. Will Randy Orton? I look. Of course, I'm I'm. Whenever a company is in love with someone, I'm always going to be nervous that they're going to get gun shy at some point. Like I could I could 100. I I'm presuming this is a live match. Um. I could 100% like see us getting to Sunday and Vince McMahon just walking into the building and saying, "No, goddamn it, I'm sticking the like, I, you know, like once once you've fallen in love with someone, decision making be damned." Um, so there's absolutely a scenario in which I could see them screwing it up, but I did, I'm going to count on the right thing being done and shouldn't will Randy Orton. Yeah, I'd be far more afraid of them doing something if, A, this was a normal match or a match where, you know, Drew had to be pinned. Because I'm kind of with those people that this smells like a way to get the belt off them without being pinned. And with Hell in a Cell coming up, I know that in the past they have done, you know, match feuds that just started throwing right into the cell. But hypothetically, that should be for multi-month feuds. And if Randy Orton wins the title here, getting back in Hell in a Cell would make a lot of sense. Whether or not he makes it out of that match with the belt, we'll see. But I'm relatively, not overly, but relatively confident that Randy Orton takes the belt here. Do you think Keith Lee is going to factor into this somehow? Heel Keith Lee? Like, the only way he can factor in is almost in a heel role. Unless other people get involved, like Retribution, well, and the, he's just one of many people getting or, involved. Or, in it's a I mean, fun, he, which is possible. He that, that's sort of what I was... Yeah, I mean, he could also factor in if, like, for some reason, Randy Orton is being particularly diabolical towards, you know, Drew McIntyre using, you know, insane weapons. I mean, it's an ambulance match, so there's no rules, right? Like, he, you, you could see a scenario where Keith Lee comes out and try, but the Keith Lee thing is so weird. Like, it's yeah. just so yes. weird that, like, you don't want any more of it, but yet they're telling you you're gonna get more of it, like. By the way, the thing the thing that, considering what they've done, I need to make sure I say that first. Considering what they've done on TV, the thing that we all rolled our eyes at and thought, like, oh, no, please don't do this, is the one thing that makes sense right now, which is him joining the Hurt business. Like, considering <laughs> what they've done on TV, that would actually make sense now. Not that I want that to happen. Yeah, you're not like, wrong. I mean... You're not wrong. The, the, you're not wrong. The work they've done would suggest that he needs help. <laughs> like... You can't win a match otherwise. I am super excited about this. Two of legitimately the biggest stars in all the professional wrestling. Um, they are uh, ass kickers. They have hot Asian wives. They are... Uh, I just was watching Impact last night, and I have no idea why they're even bothering to mess around with the Rascals. They're not in their league. My God. We've got the Good Brothers with us. Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson here on Jobbing Out. Boys, it's so good to talk, talk with you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Great to be here, good brothers. Great to be here. 
Dude, I am. You know that's a perfect uh, that's a perfect uh, name for the radio show. That's what we're gonna do to the rascal. Facts. Job them out. Yeah, Let's we're just gonna, gonna job them right now. <laughs> I mean, why are we even messing around with this? Why don't we just go ahead and move on to the Motor City Machine Guns? This is du- this is completely I, unnecessary. Oh, I, I got to give match. him credit. Dream though. Match? <laughs> yeah, there is a dream match in there, but I, I got to give the rascals credit, man. Like I, I you know, I, I didn't know a lot about them until we came to Impact, but when I watched them, I was like, I mean, these guys are pretty darn good, man. And then and then I thought they were entertaining as well, so to give them credit, man, they they you know, it, I I feel like obviously we we're wasting we're wasting our time because we just we we just want to get to the Motor City Machine. No guys. doubt. But man. but they're, they're, I got they're, 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 they're fearless. They're fearless kids and they're yeah. tough as well because they had the they had the canuts to step up to us, which is pretty <laughs> cool. And then, you know, once you get your hands on them, you realize that uh, they got some they got some testicular fortitude, which I admire. They're just, <laughs> they're just not there yet. You know I mean? <laughs> they're not the good brothers. Let's just let's call it like it is. They're definitely not the good brothers. Um, so obviously everybody's getting ready. Bound for Glory coming up on pay per view on October twenty fourth. Um, guys, you since getting arriving, I know it's been a whirlwind year for you, but since arriving in Impact in this like crazy time, not just in the pro wrestling business, but in the world, um, what was like your that when you first got there? What was like your first thought about the company that you were walking into? Well, um, it was hap- it was happiness. You know, so you, you might have lost. I don't know if Gallows is in, in the car or not, but for me, no, no, no. Just, we were happy. I'm home. I'm- okay. <laughs> yeah, we were we were happy, man. We were happy because, like, you know, hey, we were happy where we were, you know, because we just we like we just like to wrestle. We like to do what we do. We like to travel. We like to, to be entertaining. But we hadn't been as happy as we wanted to be for a long time. Sure. And we've known Scott Demore. We've known Scott Demore for a long time, man. And he reached out. Uh, the day when we, you know, got the call that we were leaving the WWE, and he reached out right away and said he wanted to talk. You know, I hope everything's okay. I want to talk business, and I want, and I want to talk business now. And we spoke. We started speaking every single day, and it was like, you know, I, I've always trusted Scott, and he and he was saying things and, and and making promises that he's legitimately kept. And so, just knowing that, uh, knowing we were flying somewhere. And we were showing up somewhere, and we were we were trusting who we were going to work for, um, just full blown, just happiness, man, and, and just and just and just be, and we're so happy to be involved in Impact now, and it's not even like we're not not even fake talking. We're just we're literally happy to be there, we, and we want to be there to, for the rest of our careers and finish there, man. That's what that's what we've been saying. That's our goal now. Yeah, so, yeah I got Impact Hall of Fame written all over me, and so does Hot Carl for sure. <laughs> Uh, Doc, you know, I wanted to, oh, like, yeah. I, when I think of you guys, I just think of workers, right? And, like, I feel like you dudes are the types that any week where you're not getting the opportunity to kick someone's ass, that's a problem for you and has been throughout the course of your life. Is it fair to say that, like, the opportunity to go work in Impact is a big deal for you? It's a huge deal, man. Um, all the way around, it's a big deal for us. It's, you know, and this is the least that we've wrestled. And I don't know. I mean, we both started 18 years ago, and we're both still young dudes, but we've been going full-time forever. So to, to have that 90 days, that three months off, and to come back and to have this, this taping schedule, like, we're, we're hungry for the road again. We, we miss it, you know? And that there's so much cool outside stuff that Impact has allowed us to do that, that, that Scott and Don have been on board with, with promoting our, you know, from our Talking Shop podcast. Yeah. 
our outside ventures to our talking shop, a mania pay-per-view to, um, you know, my, my shows that I run here in the Southeast being on the impact plus app. We got a, we got a huge one coming up Saturday. We got world champion, Eric young, Carl will be tagging with me. We got Heath, we got Brian Myers, we got Johnny Swinger, we got Rocky coming from New Japan. Wow. So it's just fun to be able to get out there and work and entertain and do what we love to do, man. And Impact has uh, afforded us an opportunity to, to kick ass again. And like you said, that's exactly what we love to do. So I have to. I'm add- excited about Gallows having. Sorry, I'm excited about Gallows having to hand me a fat envelope at the end of that. Night. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not that's, the, that's the thing I'm least excited about. <laughs> so there's a, a bunch of stuff. You the want way, me talk- to come? You want me to come, pal? You want me to come? Well, yeah. guess what? That envelope is going to have to be fat. <laughs> Talking yeah. shop mania, yeah. by the way, incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> Doc, I don't think people realize. Like, so we're in Baltimore, right? I'm not sure that oh, everybody yeah. around here knows your background here um, in the state of Maryland. Can For people that don't know, can you go back? I mean, we're going back a few years at this point. You're originally from here, and you really cut your teeth kind of in this neck of the woods. Yeah, man. I, uh, I grew up, born and raised in Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, I was playing ball over at Fairmont State, a little D2 school in West Virginia. When I started wrestling, I was 18, so... All around Maryland, PA, West Virginia, then up and down the East Coast. I'm a, I'm a Maryland kid. I uh, I got signed when I was 21, moved to Georgia, and I've been down here ever since. But, uh, yeah, I love coming back and coming home. I love to uh, take Hot Carl and roll down to Jimmy's Famous Seafood and Hell stick my yeah. face in some blue crabs and some crab cakes and sit at that upstairs bar until they decide to kick us out or one of us falls asleep. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Maryland roots, man. I just took my son to the aquarium there last year before all the – craziness hit the world so yeah maryland guy and uh i started out there there's uh i just i just did a video for uh for the bruiser i know he's going through some rough yeah, stuff man. maryland championship love, guy. love that dude those guys are all good friends of ours jeff jones and uh danny mcdevitt over there at maryland yep. championship wrestling all good people of course the great corporal punishment we always book a, uh we always booked the fairfield and white marsh because it was closest to uh jimmy's and so we always <laughs> Jimmy. Hang on, to the nearest, this is an important question. To the nearest hundred, how many Jimmy's cutoffs do you guys own? Oh, my God. Oh, I got a lot. Yeah. yeah. I got a whole lot. My wife is just fed up with the free wrestling-related shirts. It would be <laughs> wrestling promotions, wrestling podcasts, wrestling restaurants, wrestling everything. It's overtaken my massive house. <laughs> Have you tried pushing? I, I promise I... I got a full bucket of of jumbo male crabs in my in my freezer right now that I haven't cooked yet. I ha- need to cook them. Have you tried? John, push- I got to hit John up. I was going to say, have you tried pushing? So John's, of course, a great friend of ours. Have you tried pushing great him brother. for your own role yet of sushi on the menu? Yeah, you know, no, I, I thought we had a drink for a while. You did. The go- I do you remember did have that. A good brother. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's time. Yeah, I think I, I think we need a roll or. Yeah, go sure. ahead, Gallus. No, I, I just, I'm saying, I oh. mean, you, you got to have that <laughs> Japanese flavor. And what spells out Japanese flavor then, more than the Good Brothers? Come that's... on. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to argue with that? Literally the kings of Japan. Literally the effing kings of Japan. The Good Brothers who are with yeah. us here on Jobbing Out. Um, okay, so so you, you talk about the Impact Hall of Fame, but give me goals. Like, whose ass have you not kicked? Who could possibly still be on this list of asses that you haven't kicked that you need to do? Well, I mean, there's a short list of stuff that, that we have to get done in Impact Wrestling. Carl said it first publicly. I'll come in behind him. We both 
want to be the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. Our good friend Eric Young, good, good friend, great, great performer. But, uh, you know, once you have that title, there's a bullet on your back. And, you know, the only major tag team goal we really haven't had around our waist is the Impact Wrestling Tag Team titles. So, I mean, I think things are going to shake up at Bound for Glory October 24th. It's going to be one hell of a pay-per-view. If you're a fan of Impact or not, you need to buy this show. You need to watch because when it's over, you're going to be hooked. You're going to be buying every pay-per-view. You're going to be watching Impact on Access TV every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. or available worldwide for free on the Twitch app (laughs) because Impact Wrestling is that damn good. If you've been sleeping on it, it's time to wake the bug up. I was going to say you might even want to sign up for Impact Plus so you could get Victory Road uh, coming up here in a few weeks, too. I mean, I I don't want to step on you guys doing any plugs, but I was just maybe thinking that might be something that people might want to do, too. Yep. and Yeah, I I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I filmed a badass match for... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Anyway. There's a badass match for that. There's a a badass match that I I take for this, uh, for the app. Um, so what, look for, for it. Victory yes, Road, yeah. right? For, vi- for Victory <laughs> Road, just coming yeah, guys, up. That, that's the truth. It's, let's 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 do the let's do the not so cheap plug for a great value. But Impact Plus has every Impact <laughs> pay per view in history for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. You get that. You get all these new specials, all this content that's being created. You get myself plug my own promotion, Larry Auto Pro, filmed here in the southeast. We're shooting a show Saturday night. You got. Eric Young versus Chris Masters. You got the Good Brothers and Tag Team Title action. You got for the first time ever Brian Myers versus Heath versus New Japan's Rocky Romero in a triple threat. You got Johnny Swinger on the card. There's great content on that Impact Plus app. It's eight bucks a month. Don't sleep on that either. But Brandon, it is, is there anybody on the face of the planet that does a better job that makes it seem like this is the entertainment portion of the interview and not the plugging portion of the interview than the Good Brothers do? Like it's never. It's unreal. <laughs> I'm shameless. Brother, it's unreal, I, Where man. do I get to my merch? <laughs> well, think about think about this. Like it, it, you, you get the Impact Plus app, you get you can see the the beginning days of, of the phenomenal AJ Styles, who's all over no the household right. name now. And like you can you can buy this app and you can see where he, yeah see where he came from. Man. No doubt, man. No doubt. I, this is this is not a plugging portion. This is just us being us. I'll tell you this quickly. <laughs> this is when quickly we are devolving to Impact talking shop. In Nashville, <laughs> <laughs> the favorite pastime of Brian Myers and I is watching old Impact of on Impact Plus, getting all the new good brothers that we don't really know yet, making them come in the room, pouring all <laughs> kinds of brothered-out cocktails, and watching old Impact. It's a blast. That sounds like a fantastic yeah. I'm looking forward, by the way, to the plugging portion of the interview. I'm really looking forward. <laughs> well, and we also, we also text, we text everybody in, uh, everybody that's under contract, top guys, uh, our friends that are in AEW and WWE and ask them when their contracts are up because we want them all to come to Impact. Well, we're we're constantly trying to <laughs> I imagine... We're, we're I, breaching as many contracts as we can. Hey, man, and I imagine <laughs> when you walked in, there were there were a few of them already there by the time you got yeah. there, which is cool. Uh, we're going we're gonna to up the ante. I, <laughs> I, I, I need to know a couple things. One, um, you guys, like the everybody, every wrestling fan on the planet loves you guys. You are sort of the epitome of cool in the pro wrestling world. And, and that might not be the greatest thing in the world because you might say, okay, but a lot of those people are huge losers. But still, stay with me, right? <laughs> how, how do you. I actually how, don't think that way. Go ahead. How do you handle. And, and this is a genuine. How do you handle that burden that, like, everything you do is so beloved by professional wrestling fans 
that like it's almost like you can't miss how much how much of a burden is that when you guys work on something and and the craft that you have I think that it's it's really uh and this this will, will flip back to impact and I think that, that Carl will agree it, it's us being allowed to step out and be us it's the fact that that impact that, that Scott Demore, the Don Callis, that the guys in the back like D'Lo Brown, them saying, "Hey, we we know you guys. We've known you guys for years. We trust you guys. Do your thing." We've never been handed a piece of paper with a script on it, nothing. And then you know that's why like leaving WWE, a lot of people reached out and said, "Hey, I'm sorry about that." And two days later, I'd literally forgotten it because you know I've been let go by them before, and I went. Oh my God, look at all this opportunity. This podcast is about to blow up. Yeah. I was sitting in my sauna. I'm like, I have to parody this that happened and I have to put it on pay per view. We have to be the first professional wrestlers to self fund a parody pay per view making fun of everybody else <laughs> because that's what we do in real life. Let's put it on fucking television. Let's put it on worldwide pay per view. Let's put it on the fight app. Let's blow it up. And Impact goes, Hell yeah, do it. We'll make you a commercial. Wait, what? You're going to support this? I couldn't be happier with everything that's going on right now. And, and, our brand and the impact brand coming together and just co-promoting everything. And uh, it's not hard to be cool. It's just how we are. (laughs) You know, one time, one time we flew back from England uh, after a a tour and we sat right, (laughs) we sat. So like we were both in an aisle right across. Like, so we, you know what I mean? Across from the road from each other. And and we drank for eight hours and told each other how cool we were the whole time. And we re- then we landed in America and, and we realized that we hadn't slept and felt like shit. That's the shoot, Hoot. Man, you're a cool guy, man. You got a big ass house, four sons. Fuck, you're a cool guy. No, nah, man. Yeah, no, nah, man. But look how big you are, man. You're cool, man. You are so cool. I would have given Another round of wine and whiskey, please. Oh my god! I wish yeah. I could have been on this flight. Holy shit! That's the coolest. Well, then, 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 then we landed across that in New York and was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> now what?" We just lost an entire eight hours just sitting around and talking about how great life is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I've spent a worse eight hours in my life. I'm sure, though. I've spent a lot oh, worse oh, eight hours. Awesome. After we paid the price, no doubt. Yeah. Is there... trying to walk, trying to walk to the airport. Then might have been LaGuardia, just trying to walk through, going, "Oh boy!" <laughs> <laughs> Hats on sideways, eyes crossed, pants down. You know, it was a terrible situation. Yeah. Once we got <laughs> the greatest story has ever yeah. been told in the history of humanity. This is the most. Oh my it's god! True, dude. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe. All right, all right. Let me compose myself for a second. <laughs> Because this is legitimately killing me right now. The thought of this. Um, man, you're so fucking cool, Gallo. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, you're cooler than I am, dude. You got a hot Asian wife. You got four sons. What a swinging dick you are, man. I know, man. Shit. What do you mean? What do you mean about the land? Uh oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, uh, talking to Shopping Mania was so amazing. Is there any random shit? That is out there. That like, and I think that was the celebration of why everybody loved it so much. Is there still something like that's that's your white whale that like you want to do, or someone that you want to make contact with that you've never been able to get? Like, is there anything that you still say I need in the random world, in the world of completely random and bizarre that you still want to accomplish? Wait until you tune in Friday, November thirteenth, ten p.m. Worldwide pay per view. I pay-per-view via the fight app. We have come up with 
some of the most redonkulous shit <laughs> you will ever see. And I think this will be more beloved than the first Talking Shop of Mania because we went to the outer reaches of our mind like Kevin Sullivan used to do. And we came up with some shit <laughs> that I think people are going to really pop for. God, I can't wait. All right. Oh, I, I, dude, I could do this for 70. I could do this for eight hours, and I could just be listening to you guys <laughs> go back and forth. That's the problem. Me, too. I want to crack a talking shop beer ski right now. No fucking roll. Oh, yeah, God. We if we're drinking, we could. All right, all right. Um, so, so let's remind everybody, Tuesday nights, Impact Wrestling, Access TV, 8 o'clock, the Impact Plus app, make sure you got that, and Bound for Glory coming up on pay-per-view on October 24th. Now, boys. This is the plugging portion of this show. Oh, all right. Well, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do right now is pass it over to LG because that's what he does the best. And ladies and gentlemen, my big cool friend, the big LG. Use the hashtag Impact on Access TV every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. We're available on Access. We're available worldwide via the Twitch, the Twitch app. Don't make me stumble for free. Watch that. And then coming up Saturday, October 24th, Bound for Glory, the wrestling pay-per-view of all wrestling pay-per-views. Dream match of mania is what I'm calling it. I already know what's kind of going on because I'm working in the office on the, on the kayfabe-ski. Uh, but if you want Good Brothers good brothers merchandise, Good Brothers everything, first of all, rate, listen, and subscribe to Talk and Shop. Hashtag worst podcast ever. Watch Talk and Shop of Mania 2, Friday, November 13th, 10 p.m., worldwide pay-per-view and live via the Fight app. But the swag portion. The really important portion of all this, <laughs> go over to gallowsandanderson.com. That'll link you up to our pro wrestling tea stores. There's all kinds of great stuff. From the Cock Torturer to the Good Brothers to Sex Ferguson to Chad Too Bad, you can buy it all there. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com, promo code Hoots. we got all kinds of great merch there. Over at breakneckgear.com, you can buy a Sex Ferguson captain's hat that says sex. If you're not wearing oh that, my God. Like, what in the hell are you doing? I'm right. We've I'm going all kinds right of great now. Masks and <laughs> yeah, we're going right stuff now. Over there so you can support the boys and, uh, you know, hang out with us. Follow at Machine Gun KA on all forms of social media at the underscore big LG. And if you're in the Southeast, Join us for Jackson Jam. $10 ticket gets you in at the Butts County Recreation Center this Saturday night. Gates open 6 p.m., 7.30 bell. You'll see World Heavyweight Champion Eric Young take on the masterpiece Chris Masters. You'll see the Good Brothers in tag team title action. You'll see for the first time ever Rocky Romero of New Japan Pro Wrestling fame and the worst podcast ever versus the most professional wrestler Brian Myers versus a guy who just has one name now, Heath. Hashtag for <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, man. And find him on Cameo, too. Um, uh, Doc Gallows. Oh, yeah. Cameo.com backslash Doc Gallows. You can get either sex or me, whatever you want. No doubt. Boys, uh, a, a freaking honor. <laughs> Just an absolute honor to spend this time with you guys. <laughs> Thank you for doing this, man. And we can't wait to see you at Jimmy's real soon. Oh, appreciate you guys, man. We can't wait to, yes. I think as soon as the world opens up, we're going to do a live talking shop there at Jimmy's as soon as he uh, is, is allowed to do it. And so. Yeah. It'll be, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have fun, dude. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Yep, big love to the 410 and the 301. Maryland Brothers, I love it. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Dude, that, that was, was amazing. amazing. Holy shit. Dude, could you imagine being on that flight? Could you yeah. just yeah. imagine, like, being a, like a bystander of some sort? And maybe you don't even realize, like, who they are, but just witnessing two large men get get shit-faced drunk and talk about how awesome they are for eight hours until they realize, like, ah, oh, fuck, we're in New York already. <laughs> I wish I could see, like, I wish there was, like, 
passenger tweet reactions. Oh God, like what was going on? So this is so that. Uh, thank you to the Good Brothers, and, and please watch Impact. By the way, I watched Impact this week. Um, look, I. I still wish they did a better job of like miking people, and there are some background things they need to improve. But like the storytelling and the matches, outstanding, and you know, uh, looking forward. Everything with Heath. Yeah, oh my my God! If you haven't seen the the the, the Heath cameo, said that so he's been doing this thing with the the Heath for Impact. But this week it was the most rent. They literally just hired people on cameo <laughs> to push, <laughs> and it included Chuck Norris. Um, it included Nancy Kerrigan for some reason. Oh, I gotta watch this. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yep. Yeah, I mean it was incredible. My God, it was. Uh, Rhino was great in the segment. D'Lo Brown was involved. I mean it was tremendous. He's kids. Yeah. Oh my God, he's kiss. It, it was. Would, would you say out of the people that are doing some things, he's the most likely to find his way back to WWE? I mean, I've 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 always thought that he, you know, could end yeah, up back like in the WWE. way Drew did. Yeah. Maybe not that level, but like yeah, I've always felt that way. But um, but yeah, watch Impact, Bound for Glory coming up October twenty fourth, and it's our boy Rich Swan taking on Eric Young for the title. Um, I, my God, I, I have no as as we talked about at the top of the show, I'm Brandon and I aren't certain about whether or not that story was true, but God, I hope it is because it's the greatest story ever. It's the most amazing story. I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you to those guys for entertaining us. I'm sorry we couldn't do more hard hitting interview there, but yeah, I think you guys you preferred. Don't do it with those guys. I think you guys preferred what you got from them. I think you guys preferred what it is that you got from the Good Brothers. That was absolutely phenomenal. Um, all right, uh, are we good? Are we good? I mean, we we're up against the time wise, so why don't we wrap? Oh, up? real quick, NXT. Uh, we get Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, and the, I, which is I and love it, that, and is exciting too because of the unwritten part of that. You know, yep. the 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 story there, which is that like it's a good match and it'll be cool, and Kyle O'Reilly's great, but also it it like once you saw who the people were that were going to be in the gauntlet match, you kind of knew. Yeah. That was where they were going, and the fact that they so loudly didn't talk about the unspoken part right. makes you realize that's that's because what you're getting. Like you're clearly getting that to come into picture, um, and and you hope that means that they're going to give it enough time to drag it out, and that Adam Cole's not again. This draft thing just sort of looms. Like, is it happening? Is it not happening? And so, if it's not happening, then you would appear to have the time in order to tell the story as necessary. Um, you hope that's what you're getting moving forward. I think the other really captivating part about um, next and the part that could be the most interesting is: do we walk out next next weekend, or is it is it a Saturday night? Or it's a Sunday night, right? For the for it's a Sunday. Sunday night, do we walk out next Sunday night with both Gargano and Candice LeRae holding belts? Because that because we fucking should. Yeah, that finally <laughs> yes. that would finally get us to the point. That would there would be some relevance to what they've done post the Champa feud. So, um, by, by the way, by the way, uh, finally we finally get the like. I think before Io Shirai won the title, I was like, she's gonna win the title so that they, we can have this match, and we're finally getting this match. Yeah. Now again, seems like something that could use all of these things. Seem like they could use a little bit more time, but yes, but it's what it Although, is. Although I will say this: what's interesting about the world t- or the NXT men's title. Is we we're all saying that last week. However, I now give that a pass because it clearly is a piece of something else. Right, right. And, and so that's, now I'm and like specifically okay. that. Which I hear you. You could make a case it's not good that the NXT is being used as a secondary piece into something well, no, else. Because he's but, losing. 
that's why it's okay. It's okay because Finn Balor is not losing the title. You know but, what I mean? But it that's does. Why, it, no, well, but you could make the argument that that's not for the right. title itself, for the title picture. Yeah. That's not a good. And thing, and but. it doesn't still address the thing that I've been talking about for weeks, which is until last night, you you were doing shows where, and even last night, like you're doing shows where the stars of the show were were completely irrelevant, and that's not been good for NXT as a whole. Like it has not been good for the NXT brand that the people that we care about are there and yet don't matter. Like that's that's been bad. Well, Gargano kind of came back into the picture, but and only sort of. Like they announced they announced a North American title match that like that, out of that nowhere. Didn't make any sense. Like, like when they did that, I I just laughed. like couldn't like, you have been what? couldn't you have been doing a punishment Martinez Johnny Gargano thing for like the last few weeks? That would have been great. Like who would have been opposed to to the two of those guys working together? Now you're just sort of forcing it to happen for the sake of happening, which. By the way, I do like all the foreshadowing they're doing with the women's side, though. Like, the, like they're doing the opposite of that with the women. Like, with the, with the women, they've kind of laid this path now that we can see where things are going. Right, right. Like, right but... Candice is probably winning, and then we're getting Tegan Candice. And that's, and that's all well and good, and I'm not opposed to it, but it, doesn't, it has nothing to do with the point that I've been making, which is you've, you have sucked the star power out of your show for a month. For a month... At like plus, really, and it, I mean, you can go back. I to was Pat gonna Mac- say two or three months. Yeah, really. like you have just sucked. At least Adam Cole was part of the Pat McAfee story. You know what I mean? Like it sucked, but at least like your star, your, your star was in the middle of the things that you were doing. But you've 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 had Tommaso Ciampa and have done nothing with him. You've had Johnny Gargano and have done very little with him. Like Finn Balor had a match, like he won the title and that was good, but he's been minimal otherwise. Your stars have been so minimal for some time. Now, yeah, it does look like there are some paths that that are moving forward and that's good. Like I like that, but it doesn't change how bizarre it's been that for so long you've just sort of said, Here, here are these other people, but our stars we're gonna hide from you. That's just very very strange uh, decision making. All right. Um, anybody want to plug? Oh, oh, yeah. One other little piece Quickly. of the undisputed thing. We're getting um, undisputed. Is it undisputed versus uh, or, uh, uh, Lorcan, Lorcan and Birch? Yes. For the number one contendership. Yes. Right? And and you That'll assume that you assume that's sort of part of the story, like yeah. as well. So. Yep. All right. Uh, any uh, Aaron, you want to plug Vison? Sure. Uh, if you're into sports gambling, and you know what, you should be because Maryland's about to legalize it. If you're listening in Virginia, Virginia's about to let people in. And if you're in D.C., you have a really bad system. But you know what, you can gamble in D.C. too. So uh, <laughs> to find out what you want to gamble on, uh, if you have SiriusXM 204, you can go to vcin.com. It's also, if you have Xfinity, you can just say it right. It Say vcin into your voice remote. It'll pop right up. And, so, uh, and, check out and, and what's the see show? how Aaron is? He moves to Vegas and he wants to shit on all the local stuff now. Well, the DC. No, stuff no, no. Is I would have been shitting show. on that. It's even. an, it's I an utter. I shit on it while I was yeah, there. It is a shit show, no doubt. Uh, and what's the show that you're actually on or, or a part uh, of? I'm on the number whatever? of shows, but mainly the Lombardi line with uh, former GM Michael Lombardi and okay. the rotating guest cast of other uh, hosts. Very good, uh, Brandon. Yet anything? I finally, have something to plug. Okay. The spicy chicken nuggets at McDonald's are really good. <laughs> at Brandon Linton on Twitter. He's at the Aoster, by the way, too, on Twitter. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio and GlennClarkRadio.com for me. At AJ Francis 410 as always. Uh, thanks again to the Good Brothers. My God, they killed. That just was spectacular. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent.
Bert. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jabbing out. T-Bar, Slapjack, and Mace. Jobbing out. Hey, is anybody still here? It's Glenn. I, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to add something. It's like a little Easter egg at the end of the show. AJ sent us his picks like a moment after we stopped recording, and I'd already hung up with the boys, so I figured I'd just share him with you. He's going with Asuka, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Bailey, Nyan Shayna, Cesaro and Shinsuke, Sami Zayn, Street Profits, Bobby Lashley. That, those are his picks for Clash of Champions. Now, because we're here and because there's no chance the boys will ever hear this, I can tell you the secrets. The reason why Aaron is so upset about Retribution is because Slapjack is a name he likes to be called in bed, and so he doesn't like it being stolen. And Brandon really hates Ben Roethlisberger. 